0: Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, March 19th. Today on the show, a little glimpse of our conversation with Chad Withrow as he discussed Jonathan Hutton's role with Titans Radio. The Nashville Predators are playing the best hockey of the season. My final four predictions, even though I hate predictions— But we begin with what's at stake for rick barnes and the tennessee volunteers heading in to the first weekend of the tournament of course also special thanks to our title sponsor the kingston group nashville's custom home and remodeling firm award-winning locally owned all the things that 440 stands for they stand for as well they're analytical they're thoughtful and they they want to do as good a job as possible that that's the business model that's why they've been successful for over a decade in nashville And it's why they're the right choice if you're making a big decision like doing a remodel or or a custom build. Check them out. BuildKG.com is the website. BuildKG.com. That's the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com. Let their work do the talking. After 710 days without an NCAA tournament game, the big dance finally got underway on Thursday. Tennessee will get their tourney run started in the first real day of March Madness on Friday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. And I've been thinking a lot about this game all week, and I know it's supposed to be so much more complicated than this, but Tennessee is simply just better than Oregon State. And if they play just even 75% of their best game, they will advance to the second round of the NCAA tournament that's being played on Sunday, again, most likely against Oklahoma State if if star winger Cade Cunningham can get them past, which they should. You heard David Ubbin of The Athletic just yesterday on this show give his breakdown, say essentially the same thing. You heard Josh Ward of WNML on this show this week echoing the same basic sentiment as well. If the Vols play their game, especially on defense, the Beavers are simply not good enough to beat them. Tennessee has more of everything. There is no individual matchup that should scare Big Orange Nation. But the beauty of the NCAA tournament is the lack of second chances. If you have a terrible night shooting, come out flat, fail to get half-court stops, and the other guy does all of those things especially for a team that's won six out of seven games and is on a four-decade tournament drought? Yeah, your season can end quickly. No, this is a dangerous situation for the Vols, but it's one they can and should handle, and no one knows this more than Rick Barnes. The Vols' head coach has been haunted by poor tournament showings for over a decade now at both Tennessee and down at Texas at his prior stop. Sure, there's a lot on the line for some of these seniors and for the freshmen that may not come back to school, But no one has more to lose on Friday than Barnes. His career legacy isn't written in stone by any means, but it's already had a lot of chiseling. A loss to a clearly inferior Oregon State team might all but cement the unfortunate legacy of being an underachieving March basketball coach. I don't do predictions. I drink beer and will likely be having a pint at Jasper's on West End with Steve Cavendish during Friday's game if you want to swing by. But I'll take Tennessee to lay the points on Friday. However, I don't think on this show on Monday morning that we're talking about a Sweet 16 matchup. I think we're talking about how Tennessee could not beat Cade Cunningham and Oklahoma State. Now on to my final four predictions. So okay, I lied. I'll do one prediction because, you know, brackets are like the most holy of all sports predictions. I have Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, and Alabama making it to the final weekend. I also really like Arkansas to make a deep run. I just don't like the matchup against Baylor potentially in the Elite Eight, but I would not be surprised to see two SEC teams make it to the final weekend. Going chalk isn't smart in the first round or two, but generally speaking, the teams that cut down the nets are the best, the ones that are most obviously the best for the entire season. Those are the teams that make the Final Four, make it to the championship game, and generally win it all. Gonzaga has been the best team in America all season and is the betting favorite to win the whole thing. Zaga and Mark Few have gotten even closer to the title in recent years and have been building to this for two decades. But this is finally the year that they're going to win the whole thing. So that is my bracket. Gonzaga, Bama, Illinois, and Baylor, with Gonzaga beating Illinois in the championship game. And America's rooting for Gonzaga, if you ask my opinion. You want to know why? Because unlike college football, the Zags represent what is great about the American story. With hard work, investment, and great decision-making, you can take nothing and win everything. You can't do that in college football. Boise State is a great story, but they've never come close to winning the national championship. TCU and Utah have elevated their status into the power ranks, but they've never come close to winning a national title. Gonzaga, on the other hand, a tiny school with no football program, has built itself from the ground up from nothing to one of the premier programs in America. That is why America is rooting for Mark Few and his Bulldogs this March. The Preds won 2-1 at Florida, also known as the best team in the NHL, on Thursday night behind two goals from pure scorer Callie Yarncroke and the return of UC Soros. And the Preds are now 3-2-1 in the first six games of what was supposed to be a devastating eight-game road trip. Say whatever you want about the upside of this team or the playoff potential or the coaching staff or the front office. But on this absolutely disgusting road trip, the Nashville Predators have played some of the best hockey of the season. And not only are they doing it against some of the best teams in the NHL, but they're doing it without like a third of their roster. Some of the best players, in fact. It has been legitimately impressive. And both John Hines and the players deserve the credit for playing hard every single night out despite the adversity. Going toe-to-toe with Carolina, Tampa, and Florida is no joke. It's three of the top six teams in the NHL, and the Preds have been every bit their equal over the last week and a half. And that would be the case for a fully formed, very talented playoff team, much less one with very little playoff hopes, missing some of their best players, and staring down the barrel of a major rebuild. Now, before we get blinded by the fact that it's actually been entertaining to watch this team compete over the last week, let's take a long, deep drag of reality. This team... Is still going to be a seller at the deadline, but the positives are that John Hines' message seems to have finally landed on this roster, and some of the best trade chips are producing at a level that would actually increase their value. For a team that has more points than only five other NHL teams in the league, you got to take the wins where you can get them. The Preds are back on the ice Saturday at 1 p.m. against Florida. This week on the Lamestream Sports Podcast, our Nashville sports business and media pod that obviously you all listen to, of course, every single Friday, we were finally allowed legally to have Chad Withrow on the show, formerly of Midday 180, on 104.5 The Zone, and now, of course, of Outkick 360. We covered a lot of ground from their decision to leave The Zone to future growth plans of their show and program to what subjects they'll be covering on the show, One of the questions that I think Titans fans will be particularly interested in that I asked him during our long conversation was if he was surprised that Cumulus and Titans Radio decided not to bring back Jonathan Hutton.
1: Yes. First off, it wasn't Titans Radio decision. All right. This was, uh, I, I don't think that Mike Keith had anything to do with this decision. And I think that's my biggest complaint about it, is Mike Keith should make every decision about what happens on Titans Radio. So whoever made that decision, and I don't know exactly who made that decision, but whoever it was, they should not be the ones making that decision. There is, of, of all the problems that you could point to with the Titans, <laughs> Jonathan Hutton being on Titans Radio as studio host is maybe 478th on the list. Well, structurally, that, that's, a, that's a cumulus call because, because of the name, nature of the contract, right? I, I Look, I, yeah, but I think it's a Mike Keith call who cracks the mic on there now they can say this person can't go and this person can't do this, but I do think it's going to be Mike This And it should be, I think that's my biggest problem with all the whole, and Jonathan Hunt's my friend. So I'm clearly biased when it comes to this. Jonathan Hunt's very good at his job. and He's very good on Titans radio. That is a close knit operation. If I'm Cumulus or any company take Cumulus out of it. If a talent that I work with decides to move on to something different, and they leave, and we have an agreement about when they're going to start at the new place, what's going to happen at the new place, what's going to be set, all of that. And they go and do it. And that talent is still willing to work for one of my properties, and he's really good or she's really good, and they're willing to do that. And everyone else around them is willing to have that happen. I'm not standing in the way of that happening. Now, I look at that from a business perspective, and also I look at it from what's good and what's best for the product. So if they're willing to do that, and I'm not going to have any interaction with them, and it, just let them do it. I mean, the fact that Hutton wants to do it and wanted to stick with it, and wanted to do it. I, I would have absolutely no issue with that. So that's my biggest problem. Mike Keith, it's been written about. He recently got uh, he got moved up to vice president. I just he should be the one making unilateral decisions on Titans Radio, and and there should not be corporate interference, team interference, any of that from it. Now, if there's some big issue, which I don't see this as a big issue, but if there is one, then then we can discuss that. But it should be Mike Key's decision. If you like Nashville sports
0: media and business as much as we do, please make sure you check out the rest of our conversation with Withrow. Lots of really juicy inside baseball information in there. Out now, today, on Lamestream Stream Sports Podcast, which comes out every single Friday with myself and the Nashville Banner, Steve Cavendish, only on the 440 Sports Network. The 440 is built every single morning for you for free by the Kingston group. That's right. Nashville's award-winning locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Look, your house works for you. And when you do a major remodel or a custom build in the right way with the right planning and the right vision, it's not only an investment in your happiness, but it is an investment in your actual bank account. You know how you build equity? You do smart remodels with the people that know exactly how to do it the best. And that is the Kingston group. If you don't believe me, Go check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Be proud of your home, be happy in your home, and let your home make you some money. buildkg.com is the website. The Kingston Group. The 440 is a production of 440 Media. Written and produced by Braden Gall. Music by William Tyler.